With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And thank you, Jesus. God is so good. Hallelujah. I love that song. That is such a blessing. I don't own any rights to it. We don't own any rights at Mount Enon of any of the music that we play uh, off of the YouTube or Apple Music. Uh, We don't own the rights, but, man, do we take advantage of it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Folks were on the line just waiting patiently. I'm talking it was more than five minutes before time, and folks are on, muted, ready for Bible study. It is such a blessing. It is time to get started. I am uh, uh, ready to dig into the Word. The first Bible study after our time at Edgewood Um to get back where we were, we were slowing it down and taking our time in uh, the tabernacle prayer. And, again, I don't want to rush it. As we go through it, we're touching on so many different things. Tonight we're going to really dig into the power of God and how we see the power of God, and in particularly in miracles, in miracles. And you've got to believe God for miracles. Listen, if... um, you don't believe God for miracles, then guess what? You're going to have challenges uh, with Christianity because just being a Christian, uh, just being a Christian can really cause you to um, delve into the miracle of God, the miracle of God, just believing in him, believing in a God that you don't see, believing in a Jesus that you never met. Believing in a Jesus, and I'm, when I say you never met him, I'm talking physically. You met him in the spirit. You met him through his word, but you didn't meet him physically. And just upon his name, I believe that he died for the sins of the world. Believing that a God could die, send his son, and then his son would die for the entire world. Who believes that? Well, I believe it. Let's pray. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we just bless your name. We honor you. We lift you up and magnify you. We exalt and extol you, for you are an awesome God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And we praise your name. We thank you, dear Lord, for being our Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Let thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Have your way tonight, O God. Use us to your glory, that we might speak and that we might hear. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Amen, amen, amen. I see that folks are still coming on. Please mute yourself, uh, star six. Okay, thank you, thank you. Um, We're going to get back into the uh, tabernacle prayer because, again, um, and and I'm praying that uh, folks,
getting uh, not just listening to the Bible study and saying, wow, Pastor, I like the information that you shared. Um, you know, that's, that's powerful. Um, but they're actually practicing. I pray that you're practicing uh, the tabernacle prayer. I pray that it's increasing your reverence for God. There is a time, there's a period in the, um, in the candlestick, and that's where we are now as we move from the outer court to the inner court into that holy place. And as we move there, uh, and, and again, I have it, if you pull it up on in Google, all you have to do is Google uh, Tabernacle Prayer, and it has an outline, the same outline that we had up um, displayed on Facebook Live. That, that, that outline is there. And when you go through it, uh, A through G, um, that's in the holy place. And that last area, G, is the area, the fear of the Lord. So right before you really get ready to go into the Holy of Holies, there is the, the table of shewbread where you're asking God to uh, give you fresh revelation. If it's something, Lord, that I've been going over and I haven't understood it, Lord, I'm asking for fresh revelation of your word. And we're going we're gonna to get more into that in a couple of weeks. And then you're, you're worshiping the names of the Lord. So where we ended up in our more detailed study, uh, we ended up around the area of the candlestick where it talks about, where it talks about the... Um, Speaking gifts, the tongues and the interpretation of tongues, and we talked about that. And, and again, I encourage you, between you and the Lord, in your secret place, that you would spend time allowing God to use your mouth. And, and you've, heard, you've heard people utter, and as God utters in you, I mean, you don't have to sound like anybody else, but un the understanding is the important part that in this earth realm, things are spoke. And that's why I played that song. Speak into the atmosphere. Speak calmness into your home. Speak, watch this, orderly, order into your workplace. I speak order in the name of Jesus. I speak order in the name of Jesus. And by faith, and again, we talked about this a lot, power words and power faith. By faith, you got to understand that anything that does happen is because God said, outside of what you called into existence by your faith, he superseded. And, and, the, and the, the, those who are close, in the close circle of God, we trust God more than we trust ourselves. So if I, I never want chaos. I'm never speaking chaos, disunity where there's no harmony in my household. I'm never speaking it. If God allows it, then I realize he superseded what I spoke. And if he does, then guess what? I got to deal with it. And we talked about Paul asking for the thorn in the flesh to be removed from him. And you've got to understand sometimes you will. We're comfortable. Lord, I am comfortable if that's what you say. 
And again, one of the other scriptures where David cried out to the Lord that he would spare the child. He fasted. He prayed. He was in that room closed off from everybody else. But when he heard the folks whispering, he knew something was up. And then he got up and he got himself something to eat, put on some fresh clothes. Why? Because God himself said, no, the child is going to die. And understand this. This is my thought. I don't know what your thought is, what's your take on it, your philosophy. When, when God says, when he supersedes what I'm requesting, guess what? Just like with David, Solomon came, and boy, did, was he a replacement for his first child. Well, you say, well, pastor, you don't know how his first child would have turned out. I don't know, but I know one thing. Solomon was some kind of child and grew to be some kind of mighty man of God. And that's how I believe with God. When God supersedes my expectation, when he supersedes my request, what I have spoken, because he gave me that capability, what you want, ask for it. Declare it, decree it. And what you will find out is if he supersedes it, then guess what? He's fixing to do something in your life pretty powerful. So I thank you, God. I thank you, God, for those experiences. And when he, when he allows it for it to come to pass, I give his name glory, honor, and praise. All right? Let's look at this. Um, so that was tongues and interpretation in tongues. And where I was going is when... You're in your quiet place, and God gives you an utterance. It may just be a moan. It might be words. It may be, and when I say words, uh, it may be sounds. That's a better term. Thank you, Holy Ghost. It may be sounds that come out of your mouth. And, and this is between you and God. This is not a flashy thing. This is not something for you to advertise to other folks. Oh, this is what I'm, I'm speaking in tongues or I'm, I'm speaking to God and only God knows. No, when you, this is an understanding that you have. And the understanding, deep down inside you, you understand. You speak. And everything, I'm telling you, if it's not some type of motion where, where uh, Moses was uh, obeying the voice of God to stretch out his rod over the sea, miracles. If it's uh, Moses hitting the rock or Moses speaking to the rock, it's obedience to what God has asked us to do. So when you start getting into tongues and the interpretation of tongues, and I believe, where did it lead us? Uh, uh, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 1 Corinthians. Chapter 14. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, <clears throat> it talks about, watch this, follow after charity. Everybody knows that's love. And desire spiritual gifts, 
but rather that ye may prophesy. That ye may prophesy. That's verse number one. Verse number one in the Amplified. It says, pursue this, love, love with eagerness. Please understand, every time I'm always breaking it down, I'm always asking you what two words come to mind. Remember, when we talk about love, and most times your love uh, needs to line up, um, most of the time our love does not line up with sacrificial and unconditional. It's very, very powerful. And it says uh, pursue love with eagerness and make it your goal, yet earnestly desire and cultivate the spiritual gifts with the S to be used by believers for the benefit of the church, not just for your household. Help us, God. And many times that's what happens. We want our gift, or we want to see the uh, operate in the gift, but it's to benefit us. These gifts are to benefit the body of Christ, to be used by believers for the benefit of the church, but especially that you may prophesize, watch this, to foretell the future, to speak a new message from God, to the people. So when it says you, you desire prophecy, and in this area, when it comes to, thank you, Holy Ghost, when it comes to you getting ready to go, and I, and I said it, I want to keep saying it, you're getting ready to go into the Holy of Holies. Every morning that you do this, I'm getting ready to go before God. And what this, this does is from the, from the gate, to the door of the tab, to the curtain of the tab, to the uh, holy of holies, you are building your faith. You are stirring up. Oh my God! I'm getting ready to go in before God on behalf. Follow me, on behalf of the world. What do we need right now? West Coast. We had more than seventy-five fires in four different states. Uh, what is that called? The Midwest, Mid Midwest. I think it's considered the Midwest. Uh, down there by um, uh, Pensacola, Florida, hurricane, Category One, flooding, a uh, power out, winds blowing. Okay, all over the world, not just not just uh, West Coast, not Midwest. But we're talking all over the world. We have a virus that's killed over almost 200,000 people. See, we need folks who have a mentality, have a mindset that you're affecting change all over the world. I don't believe that it's happenstance that God has me right here and not moving. Let's let's, uh, study the... uh, um, the Pauline epistles. No, let's study the, um, uh, the, the matter of fact, the first four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. No, no, no. He has me right here, and I believe it's for a purpose that in these times where it appears, oh, and let's not talk about one of the most important elections 
that we, matter of fact, I would say the most, I don't know of all of them and in, in all of the circumstances, but what we're facing right now when it comes to the fires, when it comes to the hurricanes, the weather conditions, when it comes to global, not just the weather conditions when it comes to a hurricane, but the weather conditions all over the world because of climate change. Then when you have the pandemic that is running rampant and folks are dying, and millions of people are infected with it. And then we have one of the most, the most important election ever in less than 50 days. We need folks with a global mindset. Global mindset. Where you know, and particularly when you're speaking in, in, your, in your prayer language, when you start to, hey, yeah, 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 ah, come on, it's whatever utterance that God gives you, however you're realizing that that reverberation is affecting change all over the world. And your, your desire, see, this is why the tongues is never for the good, thank you, Lord, it's never for the aggrandizement of the person. This is for the person that in private you are, and, and not only in private, I'm sorry, but when we, when we are around others who realize, you know, it could be four or five of us together, it could be 10 or 15 of us together, and we are all going up in a prayer language, but it's not for the aggrandizement of any individual. This is for, we know that that reverberation that God has given us in our bodies something that we need to speak, but we're not mindful to speak it, that God uses those utterances and He's the desires of our heart. And that's why I said, please have a global. If somebody has a disease, you know, that is COVID-19, and, and I'm praying for this one person, uh, let's just call her Michelle. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I pray for Michelle. I pray for the doctors that's going to touch her. I pray, oh God, for every nurse that's going to come into her room. I pray right now in the name of Jesus. And here I am. I'm going to go in for 45 minutes in my private prayer for Michelle. Well, I'm saying you have a lot more power when you start to acknowledge that God put us on a global that's why when he, when he prayed a prayer, it's our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be. What are you talking about, our Father? Who's this our? Who, who's praying? It's my Father. No, he's telling us that there is a global impact when believers pray. Now, the believer who operates, thank you, Holy Ghost, who operates in the power is operating in a connect, good God Almighty, He's operating in a connection with other believers all over the world simultaneously and throughout the day. So you got folks that are praying and calling on the name of the Lord and understanding when we talk about COVID and ending COVID and we come against COVID right now in the name of Jesus. Listen, folks all over the world are being impacted, and this is what this is why I say. Faith is so powerful because, again, it's what you believe. And if you're believing for Michelle only, then guess what? 
That's how much faith you're operating in. When I pray, I'm praying globally. It's hard for me to pray for one person, even at the point where, um, again, you're having marital problems and it's affecting you personally. When I pray for marriages, how can I not operate in the power that God had me for has me and, and not pray for marriages all over the world? So you've got to believe in the power that God, God has and the power that God gives us access to and the power that we ought to be operating in. All right? Listen to what it says. I'm going back to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God, for no man understandeth him. Highlight it, underline it, write it out 15 times, 20 times, whatever you like. It's very good for you to understand. Uh, um, hold on, let's read it in another translation. Maybe it says something different. Verse number two in the Amplified. For one who speaks in an unknown tongue does not speak to people, but to God. For no one understands him or catches his meaning, but by the Spirit he speaks mysteries. Now again, you don't want to you don't want to play with it. You don't want to toy. If you don't understand, don't operate. You've got to understand that God has given us this capability, and the utterances that come out. I'm not fashioning my utterance after someone else, but by the Spirit of God that rests upon me. I'm not, listen, I'm not playing games for other people to hear, and then I sound like someone who's popular, someone who's in the limelight in Christendom, and I sound like the way they sound. No, 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 that's not what it's about. It's about you operating in the power that God has given you. And this is why the Bible tells us clearly that even moanings, please know it, even moanings God can interpret. Even the thoughts of your head. Jesus, the Bible says that Jesus, knowing their thoughts, that's why some of my prayer time is quiet. You could be in a room with me. I'm praying. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm praying, but I'm not saying anything. There's no, there's no Father right now in the name of Jesus. All it is is silence. Why? Because the understanding that I have is that God reads my thoughts. He knows my thoughts. And when it's time for me to speak something, guess what? I speak it. When it's time for me to pray in my prayer language, I pray. Why? Because the Spirit is, is unctioning me. Ah, it's time, ah, it's time to say something. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Understand, oh, my God is powerful when it's unctioned by the Holy Ghost. What we got to get away from is, again, pleasing people. And thank you, Holy Ghost. He said, not pleasing, impressing. You're impressing. It's not about me impressing you with the way I can roll my tongue when, I'm, when, I'm, when I go into my prayer language. No, it's not about that. It's not about how loud. 
It's not how fast or how slow. It is about your connection with the Holy Ghost and following as the Holy Ghost, thank you, Holy Ghost, gives you unction. Let's keep it moving because I, I really wanted to get into miracles and I'm spending some time right here. Watch this. Verse number three. Howbeit, we did that verse number two. Howbeit, the Spirit, he speaketh mysteries. But understand, and when it says the Spirit speaks mysteries, and that's, that's why you're not even in on what's being done. This is what the Bible says. You're not in on being done. I can imagine that folks who know that they prayed and it affected something that majorly that happened in China, that they're going to go around and advertise the folk, that was me. I prayed that this morning, and it happened. And it, watch this, it starts to again get you to prostitute the gifts of God. That's not what they're there for. It's for the body of Christ. It's for, watch this, it's the warfare that's going on in the spirit realm. This is why what's done here on earth can be done in heaven. God's trusting you to move by the spirit and speak those things that he tells you to speak. To even when he doesn't tell you to speak it with your understanding, thank you, Holy Ghost, and says, ah, you got, oh, my God, ah, it's time to, it's time to move and to stir up that gift in you and to let God use you. He can trust you when you trust him. Write that one down. Verse number three says, but he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edify or to edification and exhortation and comfort. That's verse number three. He, verse number four, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies, and he that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself, but he that prophesies edifies the church. And you will find out, as you begin to speak in that unknown language, as the Spirit gives you utterance, and when I say the Spirit gives you utterance, it is a unction within yourself. It's just like every other gift. It is time for me to preach. It's time for me to teach. It is time. And when God says it's time, then I preach. I teach. I sing. Even, and see, again, I'm moved by the Holy Spirit. Even if it does not sound, even if it's not on key, even if the note is wrong, whatever, when I feel it, I'm, Lord, I can't, I don't know what I'm, what song I wanted to sing, some song, uh, yes, God is real, he's real in my soul. If he gives me that, then that's what I'm going to sing. It's the utterance of, it's the unction of the Holy Spirit. So it's not about you and you judging, critiquing, uh, evaluating, it's not about that. It's about you being obedient, all right? So you're edifying yourself, and you will find out that it is very edifying to the individual. What we've done, as you watch folks that speak in tongues, and particularly in, 
in the setting of the church, many times what it does is some folks begin to focus on that person and, and again, out of my imagination, wow, that person is very spiritual. Wow, that person is uh, being moved right now by the Holy Spirit to, to, do, uh, to speak in tongues to edify who? Now, when you look at the word, you've got to understand it edifies themselves. If God tells you to do it, and you're in church, then guess what? You've got to be obedient to the word of God. However, watch this, verse number four, said, he that speaketh in tongues, we did that. Verse number five, I would that you all speak with tongues. I, I hope you read that. I would that ye all speak with tongues. But rather that you prophesy. Understanding what prophecy is, for greater is he that prophesies than he that speaketh in tongues. Wow, God, thank you. Except he interpret that the church may receive edifying. Okay? So when it comes to the gift and we're in the tabernacle, we're moving towards the Holy of Holies, Understand that that a portion of your prayer, you may not know what's happening and what's being done. You may have somebody in your family, thank you, Holy Ghost, that that needs prayer. You don't, you're not mindful to pray for this particular person's operation. And guess what? By the power of the Holy Spirit, in the midst of your kika roshadabaa. You don't understand. God understands. He's interpreting your spirit, knowing what you need and what they need. And guess what? Using the reverberation of the words that are coming out of your mouth to build up, to touch, to heal, to deliver, to set free, to destroy yokes, to break chains in other people's lives all over the world. Wow, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And remember how we started off, desire these gifts. Some folks desire a new house, a new car, fancy clothes, jewelry. A new, I need a bigger TV, one of them fancy thin ones. No, matter of fact, give me one of them curved TVs. Desire, is that what it said? Desire, this is what you desire. Desire spiritual gifts. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm going back to my diagram. Should I have stopped right there, Holy Spirit? Okay, and read number six. You can read number six for yourself. It's it's more of the same thing. I really want to get into miracles, and it is now 730. Help me, Lord. So I'm looking at, uh, initially, when you look at the candlestick, you have uh, first the seven spirits of the Lord. Now, we talked about that. uh, 
Now we're talking, now we're into the gifts of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and look at verses 8. How did I do that? Oh, it's in my book. Thank you, Lord. Okay. 1 Corinthians, and did I hear somebody? Boom, boom, boom. Okay, good. All right, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 8, 8 through 10, and look at what it says. For one is given the spirit of the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge, and I'm in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8, and in the same spirit, verse number 9, to another faith by the same spirit, to another the gift of what? Healing by the same spirit, to another the working of miracles. The working of miracles. So when we start talking about the gifts, and in particularly the gifts when you start dealing with power, you're talking about power gifts, that's healing, I'm sorry, miracles, healings, and faith. Miracles, healings, and faith. Believing that you can speak into the atmosphere. Believing that miracles are happening all over the world by the words, watch me, by the words of your mouth. Believe that not only healing, miracles, your faith, when it comes to the power that you operate in, and you've got to please, we talked about it in James chapter uh, 1, where, again, a double-minded man, you're messing up everything that you have put in motion. Things are being put in motion, and then people start vacillating back and forth, and guess what? That God don't expect to receive anything from God when you're vacillating back and forth. Well, I don't know. I'm human, and I, I, this is where I am. Okay, well, again... Please know, don't expect to receive anything from the Lord. The example that comes to my mind is the speed camera reverse, uh, versus the uh, police officer. The police officer might be reading a magazine or reading a report. He might be on the computer, but he's on a stakeout for speeders. You might go past the, the, the police officer because he's doing something in the squad car and not uh, got his radar out. But let me tell you something. I don't believe that you're going to get past one of them cameras speeding and think that the camera is reading the paper. He's on the computer. No, no, no. You're going to get it. It's happening. And when it pertains to God and his words, you better understand he is on it. And if you believe it, you're going to receive it. I talked a little bit about it when it comes to faith and believing in miracles. Let me tell you something, folks. This has been happening throughout history. You can go all the way back to creation in Genesis chapter 1. Creation is a miracle. And what's happening as we move from the inner court heading towards the Holy of Holies, 
You need to build up your, so you know when I walk in here and I start praying for sister so-and-so to be delivered right now in the name of Jesus. I believe God. I don't have to, listen, you, I don't, if you like to pray long, long prayers, pray them. Pray them in faith. Pray them moved by the Holy Spirit. Pray them, I pray that you're directed by the Holy Spirit. I like to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, and it's a little bit unusual the way it goes through my mind, because I I take them back to perfect, perfect health. If that was 16 years old or 13 years old, Father, take them back in their body to perfect health where everything was operating, thank you, Holy Ghost, the way it was supposed to be operating. Re, watch this. Reset. Take the, take the computer back to the manufacturing settings, the manufacturer's settings. Wipe off everything that I've done wrong and take it back. So when I pray and I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, heal her body. No, no, no. It may be because she's dealing with COVID-19, but guess what? If something else is going on, I'm talking about her entire body, and, and again, it's done. Now, somebody may want you to pray more. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would direct the doctors, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with praying about directing doctors if that's what the Holy Spirit is directing you. I'm talking about me personally. Heal her body. And immediately what comes to my mind is cancer patients all over the, all over the world, uh, COVID cases all over, the, diabetic cases all over the world. In the name of Jesus, send forth your healing angel. Let the spirit of the living God move around this earth as the death angel did in Egypt. Let the, the healing angels move around this earth in the name of Jesus. Touch bodies right now in Jesus' name. Move, oh God, in the midst of doctors' minds that they might know what to do. Doctors. This thing, listen, from creation to the flood to the confusion of the tongues in Babel in Genesis 11, the Sodomites are blinded in Genesis 19. Sodom and Gomorrah in, in Genesis 19. Lot's wife turned to a pillar of salt in Genesis 19. An ass speaks in a human voice in Numbers 22. You gotta, this is what you've got to believe. The burning bush. Moses goes up on the mountain and the bush is burning and talking. A voice is coming out of a burning bush, and the bush is not consumed. If you don't believe it, then guess what? Don't keep walking through this tabernacle. You've got to believe in miracles. When you ask me to pray, listen, you talking to a believer who's watched God do miracles, <coughs> excuse me, in different scenarios, different situations, folks' lives have been changed by the prayer of the righteous, and the righteous understand that it's no righteousness of my own, but the righteousness of Jesus Christ that I'm clothed in. When I ask at the labor basin, Father, forgive me, Father, wash me, 
Father, take everything that's unlike you out of me and allow me to operate in the spirit of the living God in the, in, in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. Let me speak to uh, worldly situations and circumstances just as he did. You've got to believe in the miracles, Old Testament miracles, New Testament miracles. Going to Egypt, river turning to blood, frogs, flies, lice, help me God, animals dying. And if, look, thank you Holy Ghost, let's look at Exodus chapter 9 real quick. This is something that people don't magnify a lot when they talk about Exodus, Exodus 9. Thank you Holy Ghost. I don't know why the Holy Ghost just has me flipping this Bible today, this paper Bible. I'm usually all on the computer, but that's the Holy Ghost. I, I know it's him because I, I would be on the computer. Exodus 9. You may want to write this down. Exodus 9. Now look at, at uh, 8 through 12. And, and the main thing that I want to point out If you look here, um, okay, hold on. Somebody just came on board. Thank you, thank you. They muted quick too. Okay, watch this. Exodus chapter nine. Look at verse number eight. And it says, and the Lord said unto Moses and to Aaron, and take you a handful of ashes. Okay, is that what I want? A handful of ashes. Verse number nine, and it shall become small dust in Egypt. Now, I read this early in the beast in the Egypt. Verse number 10. And they took the ashes from the furnace, and they stood before Pharaoh. Moses sprinkled them towards the heavens. It became boils. Okay, go to verse number 11. And the magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils. And the boils was upon the magicians in the Egypt, okay? And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh. Where did I read? Okay, okay, I know exactly where it is. Watch this. I'll find it. Uh, I was reading it. Pillar flies. Boils hell. Locust darkness. Firstborn. Oh, I bet you it's one through seven. That's what it is. It's nine, but it's one through seven. Very good. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Yeah, and what I wanted to point out is in verse number seven. Not That was the second part. Eight through 12 was the second part. It's one through seven for the livestock. 
And, and when it comes to a miracle, and this is what we need oftentimes, we need this kind of manifestation of the power of God in our life. And, and folks, can I tell you something? What messes up a lot of folks, God's got to do miracles in their life every other, every other, let's say every other month. It's, sometimes it's every other week. But, but many times it's every other month. Sometimes it's, it's at least twice a year. You've got to have some type of, of phenomenal, supernatural miracle in order for you to continue to believe that God does miracles. Please understand, God is not going to do these kind of miracles every day. You've got to get to the place where the miracle from six years ago, and, and I'm experiencing it right now. I haven't talked about it in a while, but y'all know we had a bunch of rain. Oh, my goodness. We've had a bunch of rain up here. And back in the day when it would rain like this, my basement would flood. Just the other day, it came to mind. But what I was doing was just thanking, thanking God the way he, re, watch this, redirected the water under my house so it would go somewhere else. And the basement has not flooded. Well, Pastor, do you have any little leaks? No leaks, no water, no wet carpet, no wet tile, no wet wood, no mildew, no mold. Miracle. And this is where we've got to stay. Watch this. Verse number 7, when the uh, livestock was stricken, and this is what you need to see, verse number 7, and Pharaoh sent, and behold, there was not one of the cattle of the Israelites dead. That's all I, want. That's all I wanted to say. The other cattle, Egypt, the Egyptian cattle, theirs were dying. But God had to show a distinction that, no, the same cattle, but these belong to the Israelites, and none of them were dead. You, as you go into the Holy of Holies, if you don't have a miracle mindset, then guess what? You might as well not go behind the veil. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know. Just, just hang around. Just hang around in the, in, the, uh, in the holy place until you build up your faith. I've watched God do miracles. I've watched God, I'm talking just like he did with the, the water under the ground, just like he's done with uh, a, a furnace. It could be grass. Right now I'm praying. One of the ladies, I work with her, and, and, I, and I'm in her yard, and guess what? Something didn't happen to the grass. Guess what? Father, in the name of Jesus. It's little. It's minor for you, but it's getting on her nerves. I'm believing God for green grass. I believe for everything that you come up against, put it on, Lord, it's in your hand. If God don't allow it to grow back, then guess what? It don't grow back. But if it's the God that I serve, guess what? That grass, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. That grass is coming back, and it's going to come back pretty. It's going to come back strong. 
It's going to, watch this, it's going to show up the other grass. Why? Because that's the God I serve. Move from, from Old Testament to New Testament. And y'all know me. I done pulled up a website. Uh, this one is the Spirit of Life. Spirit of Life. Uh, Spirit of Life Church. Oh, that might be the church. Okay. Spirit of Life Church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Watch this. Watch this. And, and, and what this does is just lists, lists all the miracles. They say in here that there's in the Old Testament, there's 83 miracles recorded in the Old Testament. There's 80 found in the New Testament. However, when you go down the list in the New Testament, they do have number 81 where it says there's innumerable miracles of Christ not recorded but witnessed by the apostles. John 20 and 30. John 20 and 30 tells us that. But when you go back up, watch this. I did some out of the Old Testament, some in the New Testament. Water turning to wine. If that's not your kind of thing that you don't believe God can turn water into wine, then guess what? Don't go into the Holy of Holies. We are talking the tabernacle prayer, and as you go in, it is taking the Bible, and 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 and, and when I say, uh, what was it, uh, D-Y-B-I, do you believe it? It's important. Don't You can't even pray. I don't know what you've been doing all these years if you don't believe in miracles, if you don't believe in the power of faith. If you don't believe, watch this. Thank you, Holy Ghost. If, you, if you're not into uh, God moving, oh, there you go. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And miracles, healing. I'm telling you, and, and, and I'm saying it over and over and over again, that you might get it. If God does not do what you asked for that time, don't let it diminish your faith. If the person does not get healed, if the person does not live, if it does not, Father, in the name, I'm going right back at it. Why? Because his will, good God Almighty, thank you, Lord. His will supersedes my will. And if he says no, then it's all right with me. Yes, it might be painful. Yes, I might drop some tears. Yes, it may come back to my mind. And, and I'm going to turn it right back over. God, you said it. You said it. You did it. It didn't come to pass. And I'm all right with it. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And if you're not, then again... Read your Bible. Uh, uh, somewhere in there, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't have book, chapter, and verse. Uh, hold on, I can get it for you, though, real quick. Okay, let's just speak it. Any man that puts mother or father above me, watch this. Search. Comes right up. Matthew 10. Here we go. Watch this. Oh, no, I got it right here. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Woo! <laughs> and when I flipped it in the Bible, it went flip right, to, uh, flip right to Matthew. Matthew 6. Now I'm in Matthew 10. Look at verse number 37. Watch this. He that loveth father or mother more than me 
is not worthy of me. So you know that means sister or brother, uh, son or daughter, auntie, grandparents. If you love them, you and this love, watch this, I'm, it's a sacrifice and it's unconditional towards God. As you go into the Holy of Holies, listen, you've got to have the right mindset. You've got to have the right, your faith has got to be stirred up, but it's got to be stirred up in a slant towards God. I love God more than I love mom and dad. And I love mom and dad. And I sacrifice for mom and dad. I sacrifice for my wife and my children. But you cannot love them more than you love God. You can't go into the Holy of Holies if you have gone into the Holy of Holies and, and you've talked to God and God has answered your prayers and you do not love God more than you love mom and dad, you better praise your God. You ought to get up and shout right now. When you know you love mom and dad or uh, son and daughter more than you love God, and God still answered your prayers. Thank you. Oh, God, thank you, Lord. Thank you. No, I've matured enough, and I pray that you mature enough that you love God, <coughs> excuse me, more than you love Mom and dad, watch what it says, verse number 37, right? He's not worthy of me. And he that love his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh, taketh not his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. So you got to understand that, that, again, this earth is not my home. And, and my real connection is not with you, even though it is with you. My biggest connection, my priority connection is with God. And my connection with God connects me to you. So if you, watch this, if you step the line with God, you step the line with me. If you step out of line and doing some things that, again, and, and primarily, what are we talking about right now? We're talking, you're not a belief, you're not believing in miracles. Matter of fact, let's not pray together. Let me just pray for you. Good God Almighty. Why? Because I can't be connecting with your unbelief. I'm believing God for miracles. Can I tell y'all another miracle? Oh my goodness, it was a miracle. It was a miracle. I went over my parents' house. And they, their backyard had turned into not only a river, but a pond. I'm talking, it was a bunch of water. Don't ask me why I'm always dealing with floods. Don't ask me. So it was a river. Mom told me that there was a drain back in the back of the yard. And, and when they moved into the house, they said, you got to keep this drain clear. And, and somehow it had... Over the time, it had gotten clogged up. So this water is, I mean, it's just flowing in the backyard. First chance I get, I get over there and I dig. I'm telling you, I dig. I mean, I'm digging. Can't find it. I dig again. We are trying to find where is this drain. I know it's up here. And the next day that I went over, and I'm, I mean, I got my back belt on, I've got my pick and I'm really ready to go at it. But before I go at it, and I encourage you to do this, sit and talk to the Lord. 
strategize with him. And the Lord, when we talked about it earlier, is in the candlestick, wisdom, understanding, help me, Holy Ghost, and counsel, there's knowledge, and he walked me through it, me and him just sitting there, my mouth's not moving, nobody's out there with me, I'm looking at the way the design of the barrier, thank you, Holy Ghost, and, and where the barrier is, and then through knowledge, through understanding, he started walking me through, in my mind. That if the barrier is here, how far away from the barrier that's supposed to direct the water would the drain be? Good God Almighty. And sure enough, my next uh, uh, few picks, when I'm picking in the ground, and I had dug some holes, y'all. When I started, I hit rock. And this rock, I had hit rocks before. But this rock was different. This wasn't a rock when I hit it, and let's, you know, you see the little rock and it pops up. This rock was different. And sure enough, it was the base of the drain. Only a few more picks, I, I would say less than 10. Why? Why are you saying this? Because God will show. Now, I don't know what you call it. You call it somebody calls it happenstance. Somebody calls it a coincidence. Somebody says it just so happened. I'm telling you, it's a miracle. God will show. He will show you in your inner man. He will give you wisdom. He will give you knowledge. He will give you counsel. And he, by faith, help me, God, you talk to him and you believe him. And watch this. And you do not change your mind. I've told folks before, you don't know who you're dealing with. No, 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 it ain't going to take me no long time. It's not going to take, it's not going to, it's, this thing is not going to trip me up. No, this, I'm God's favorite. You've got to understand, you are favored by God, and as you go into the Holy of Holies, you go in with miracle working power. <clears throat> got another one standing right here beside me. He's been bugging me because he knows I'm sitting here talking and ain't nobody around. He keeps jumping up on me. Why? Why are you talking about that dog again? I'm talking about the dog because the dog has something going on with him. Something was happening with his back. The doctor was saying that they don't know how he's going to make it through this. They had a big old brace on his neck. He was running around crying. He would cry, it appeared to me, for no reason. But guess what? All of a sudden, they put him on a tranquilizer, and, and we took the brace off. He was still crying, and it only took a few days. And the next thing you know, he started trotting a little bit. Next thing you know, he started jogging. And the next thing you know, he started running, and he was going up and down the steps. And he's had a few little episodes, but he's never gone back to the way he was. I don't care if it's your dog. It could be the grass, it could be the car, it could be the air conditioner, the furnace, it can be whatever. your job, it could be the people on your job, it could be your body. You've got to believe in miracles. That's what we do when we go through this tabernacle. You really saturate yourself. You build up your faith. You stir it up. 
miracles. I don't care what it is. The TV is messing up. My camera, my camera was messing up on my laptop. I'm on Zoom, and and the people say they can't see me. I'm 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 hazy, and the Lord says, put your finger on the camera and press. I put one finger on the back, one finger on the front. I pressed it, and guess what? The picture came through just as clear. They said, oh, there you go. How am I supposed to know? You got to trust God in every area. It can be, okay, I, I went through the it could be the. How to cook. How to cook something. No, 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 I'm not talking about because uh, what they show you on YouTube, you got to be able to take that and then apply it properly to what you're doing. And God will show you that. Miracle. He'll speak to you. He'll start you off small with baby steps. He ain't going to dip you into nothing real big real quick. Baby steps. And when you get it, this is the last thing I'm going to say. When you get it, stick with it. Don't flip-flop back and forth. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen. I believe in miracles. Amen? Amen. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for this time of sharing in your word. Thank you, O oh God, for taking us to this area of miracles and showing us, O oh God, even from when you turn water into wine, cleanse lepers, when you cause demonics to be healed, the tempest to be stilled. Thank you for Jarius' daughter raised from the dead. Thank you, God. The woman with the issue of blood to be healed. Blind man cured. The dumb spirit cast out. Thank you, God. 5,000 supernaturally fed. Thank you for showing us with your son Jesus walking on the sea. Thank you for the mountain of transfiguration. Good God Almighty. Thank you for blind man healed. Devils cast out of the boy. Miracles. Thank you, God, for the ten lepers cleansed. Thank you, Father, for Lazarus being raised from the dead. Thank you, Father, for the man with dropsy cured. Thank you, God, for the fig tree being cursed and withered. Thank you. I'll end with that for the resurrection. Thank you, God. Thank you for the resurrection of Christ. Thank you, God. I believe in miracles. Thank you, God, that I speak supernaturally into the ears of those who are on the call and those who will listen to this recording later. We believe in miracles. And we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, saints. Y'all have a good evening. I pray that the Lord bless you. I know I was blessed. Enjoy. Yes. Amen, amen. Enjoy the rest amen. of your evening. You too, Pastor. Thank you.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.